Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Boy, and Vaughn, you know, it seems like it, it never runs out of things for us to talk about. The politicians are always giving us gifts to talk about. That's true, Simi. And I, I do have some bad news for you on uh, Star Wars Day. What? Well, you may have noticed that yesterday Dr. Bonnie Henry said that we have been building a spaceship here in British <laughs> Columbia and we're approaching the threshold of warp speed. Now, She's mixing I, I'm sorry to tell you that that's a reference to Star, Star Trek, Trek, not to the antiquated technology that is on display in the old Star Wars movies. Well, that's true. It's also uh, Star, Star Wars does take place in the past. It is a long time exactly. ago in a galaxy so far, see, far away. Dr. Henry is with it, unlike you Star Wars fans, with your affection for out-of-date technology. That is so true. I'm also, I like, as much as, but I am a Star Trek fan. I'm sure Premier Horgan would love to weigh in on the differences between Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh, that's yeah, no, thing. he's very good. You know, he tried out for a job as an extra, right? In the, oh, in my the, goodness. In the, in the Star Trek series, uh, the, one that is, uh, the one that is made in the old Vancouver Sun uh, press building out in Surrey. So there you go. That's See, there's funny. all kinds of cross-references here. Uh, having said that, um, there's no question who the Klingons are today, and um, how's that for a segue? <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. It, it's Nassi. Look, um, Nassi's stupid comments yesterday about vaccine choice could not have come at a worse time for British Columbia. Our leaders are struggling mightily to deal with a problem of getting enough people vaccinated, particularly in Surrey, where there is still a dangerous level of spread. The last thing they needed was mixed messaging on vaccine choice. And I actually, I mean, Dr. Henry tried to deal with this comment that Nassi made, which you've been reporting on your news. She tried to deal with it yesterday, but I have to think behind the scenes that she and John Horgan and our health minister are furious with... Do they do, does, do the members of NASI have any idea what it is like being in the front lines of trying to persuade people who aren't even registered for vaccination and mistrust the whole system to get vaccinated when you've got NASI coming out and saying, well, you know, this AstraZeneca thing. Like, I just, as really was appalling, you had a good discussion with David Aiken earlier, but this isn't, this is not a hypothetical argument in British Columbia. We're struggling here, and you've seen the Premier himself now having to intervene on this um, to try to deal with, as I say, the serious problem of continuing transmission of COVID-19 and variants in one particular community in British Columbia as well, which is, which is Surrey. Yeah, boy, that frustration. I felt the frustration, too. I thought, why would you be saying this when we know this is a huge challenge? And I was concerned as well to hear yesterday is that they don't feel like enough people are registered right now for this yeah, va- for vaccination. Yeah, I mean, look, it's... Nancy treats this like it's an abstract question. It isn't. So here's the deal. Remember the, remember the pop-up clinics and the fuss last week? Okay, well... They were well-intentioned in one way. So Dr. Henry says, look, the statistics show this. 
We have a continuing problem with transmission, especially in one community in British Columbia, which is a big one, Surrey. Uh, the reason we have a problem there is threefold. The first one is there are an awful lot of people there who work in the front lines. They work in the healthcare system, they drive trucks, they work as grocery clerks, and many of them live in multi-generational families. There is a language problem and a technology problem, and there's a trust problem. So they, Fraser Health last week tried these pop-up clinics in an effort to just spread the word, come on down, get vaccinated. We need to get this problem under control. And okay, they didn't go well. They were well-intentioned. Okay, so now you've got the premier himself reaching out to community leaders and saying, we need to enlist you to enlist people in your community who perhaps don't get the technology or who perhaps don't have the language or who perhaps don't entirely trust the government. And what we need for you is to get people registered and get them vaccinated. We are going to make sure there's enough vaccine to do that. But all of that gets derailed by, as I said, this comment, like, you know, you're in a community where you wonder if the government puts enough value on you and you go, why are they giving us AstraZeneca when NASI says hmm, it's maybe not exactly. as good as Pfizer? Dr. Henry yesterday said, look, we don't have enough vaccine in this country to give everybody Pfizer. Yes, we're getting more Pfizer, but we need AstraZeneca and it's safe. All the data out of the UK say it is safe. So she's sticking by her position, but I really sensed yesterday, Simi, and you know I've been critical of the government and the rollout and everything yeah. here, but on this one, I really sympathize with the BC government. I think on this one, they're trying very, very hard to deal with the problem. And Nassie did not help. No, not at all. I mean, I always look to, I read a lot of the British newspapers, right? And there's an entire country that has been vaccinated with AstraZeneca. Yeah. So if you need evidence, just read some of the British papers yeah, and I mean, see what's look, going again, on in that the country. Of, the risk of getting COVID-19, if you're thinking about blood clots, like the risk of blood clots is far greater there. Um, Dr. Henry, you know, she always gives you a little bit of the science, too, while she's talking about these things in practical terms. And she said something really interesting about variants. <clears throat> she said, COVID-19 mutates when it spreads. So if you're getting a lot of transmission, the risk of more variants comes from that. She said, that's why we're seeing variants in countries with very high level of spread. So it's not just that you want to get everyone vaccinated because it makes it all safer, but when everyone's vaccinated, when large numbers of people are vaccinated and the spread is reduced, the chances of mutation is also reduced. So, you know, again, I, I thought it was a good briefing yesterday. I guess I would have been happy. happy. <laughs> I wanted right. to hear... Adrian Dix or Dr. Bonnie Henry say, by the way, NASA is full of it, but they didn't. But still, you can sort of tell that listening between the lines. That is so true. Uh, and also, though, some warnings yesterday, too, right? They're saying don't, even though we're on this drive to get everyone vaccinated, don't expect big gatherings. Yeah, you know, and again, uh, yeah, I've been grumbling about uh, way too much talk in BC of, you know, we get through May 25th and we'll be out of the woods. And again, I thought that was very 
wise cautionary from Dr. Henry. Uh, she was asked about, you know, return to normal, and she said, look, we hit all of our vaccine delivery targets, and we hit all of our vaccination targets. We'll be able to celebrate a threshold by Canada Day, but, she said right away, little parties, not big ones. She got asked the follow-up question. Well, what about the PNE and pride parades and all that? She said, not this summer. Forget it. Maybe not in the fall. We aren't looking at mass public gatherings here until we really do get the all-clear signal and we are not going to know whether we're going to be there until the month of June, and we may not be able to give the all-clear then. So forget it for mass public gatherings this summer. Right. Uh, and yet, you look at what's happening next door in Alberta, right? Like, they're, I think today they're getting more restrictions. Yeah, Alberta's getting more restrictions. Alberta, Alberta faces a different struggle there. Uh, the premier there, I think... Uh, took some pride in not having gone all that far uh, into lockdown and restrictions. Now, we did here as well, but Jason Kenney has a bigger problem with denial and hesitancy, a different one than we have here in B.C. As you know, some members of his caucus protested even the restrictions he brought in. I mean, for all of the tensions in B.C., uh, politics and between the parties here, in general, the the three parties in British Columbia have, for the most part, been on the same page on the major messaging on control of the pandemic and the vaccine. Yes, the opposition has, and the Greens too have, have yeah. criticized the government at times, but again, if you look at just the split in the Conservative caucus in Alberta, here in British Columbia, generally, generally, we don't have that problem. And it's a good thing, because we have enough problems here in B.C. getting this thing under control. <laughs> so true. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Cindy.